This is the Alternative Media, exposing government corruption, defending our suspended constitution, demanding the rights of we the people, broadcasting the truth the puppet media dare not report. Long live liberty and death to the new world order. Prepare yourself. This is the Alternative Media. Welcome to the Alternative Media, folks, where we focus on all of the deception out there, economic, geopolitical, uh, Judaic, uh, racial, social, and just the engineered lunacy uh, we deal with on a day-to-day basis. I have Jeremy from Kentucky uh, with me. I'm Richard Carey, filling in for Fair and Shof, and I... Uh, hear that well William Rapillum uh, sends his regards uh, he had to uh, go but he'll be listening and he, he bids his regards to the listeners here but we are in hour two of the alternative media here on RBN Saturday April 15 2023 uh, just just a little side um, message uh, and I, I, I see you are out there actually in the queue. Uh, Paul, uh, I wanted to say that, yeah, I, I didn't get a chance to respond yet, but yeah, rescheduling, that should be no problem. Uh, I'm sorry, I'll, I'll, I'll send you back a message a bit, a bit later, just been tied up with things. And uh, we have a special uh, guests. We have, we have a couple special guests, rather, who are going to be joining me this Tuesday. All right, I'm uh, beyond the official narrative broadcast. That's 12 noon central on Republic Broadcasting Network this Tuesday. Uh, None other than Mr. Don Black is scheduled uh, to join the program live. And Jay Hess, uh, his co-host from Stormfront as well. I'm very excited about that, and I'm sure a lot of you might be as well. So do check out uh, my broadcast this Tuesday for that. Uh, well, we have some callers in the queue, uh, Jeremy. Uh, we have, uh, let's see, well, first, is there anything else you wanted to reference, uh, you know, based on everything we, we discussed through the end of the last hour? Well, on the data drop, I mean, we need uh, the Restrict Act going for national security because you got 21-year-olds, you know, running around with VPN data. So I think that's that. And then also we have 40,000 migrants waiting at the border. Into um, Title 42, which should be ending since Brandon R. Trojan signed papers that said the it's over. So that's the two things I have. Okay, and let's go to the phones. Uh, we have phone lines open. Again, we're taking your calls all this hour, folks. We have in the queue Daryl in Canada, then Jim and in New York, and Paul in New Jersey. Let's go to Daryl in Canada. Hey, Daryl, always glad to hear from you. How are you doing this morning? What's on your mind? Well, doing well, and thank you for saying that. Uh, yeah, uh, Jeremy seems to be uh, fading in and out a bit. Um, are you going to be taking calls? That's a great uh, Tuesday show you're going to have. Are you going to be taking calls, or are you just going to just do an interview, or how is that going to work? Oh, yeah, I, I suspect we'll take some calls. Sure, yeah. Uh, okay. If, uh, Don, anyone wants to say something to, to Mr. Black? 
And uh, and I hear that he's he's planning to come back for for five days a week, no less. You know, because Jay was talking to him, hey, you think you might, you know, come back for at least a once a week thing? And he's, you know, I don't know. Don suggested he's he's pretty confident that he thinks he'd like to come back for for five days a week. So, yeah, we'll we'll hear uh, updates from him, and I'm, yeah, I'm sure some people would love to call in, and I'll try to make that possible to, to speak to him. Uh, yeah, go ahead, Daryl. What else? Okay, definitely, I'll be one of them. Uh, yeah, there was talk about replacing Putin. That's kind of funny. Uh, I don't know however that would happen, but, you know, what they would get would be Sergei Medvedev in all likelihood, and he's much more militant than uh, than Putin. I don't know if he's, you know, doing the Overton window for him, but uh, uh, it, things would be a little more tense if they had uh, Sergei Medvedev instead of uh, Putin, so be care- careful what you ask for, you know. It's, uh, it's not always uh, what you want. Um, yeah, you're talking about treatment for the vax, unvaxed, man. I know I would I, I just avoid the hospitals like a plague. Uh, I don't want to go there, first of all. I don't want to be around vaxxed people because of the shedding. And uh, I, I just don't want to be anywhere near them because I know that they look down on people like us. And uh, But, you know, it's really hard to have sympathy for them because they're the ones that are going to be dropping like flies. They already are to some degree, at least 2 million dead in the U.S., but, you know, that'll never be acknowledged. It's all these different. It's like AIDS. Uh, you know, you never, nobody dies of AIDS. They die of uh, symptoms from a, uh, or whatever AIDS is, symptoms from an immune system deficiency. Like cancer was the main reason pe- most people died from AIDS and, and stuff like that. So, But they'll, you know, it's hard to have any sympathy for them. And, uh, you know, even the family members, I, uh, I really have... Frankly, very little sympathy for them. I hate to say it, but you know the way the way uh, they treated other people and myself, even in the past. Of course, I don't want to go near them. Of course, as I've mentioned on many different occasions, for the shedding situation. No way, I'm getting in a house with a bunch of spike proteins floating around and people hugging you and stuff. Forget it. You know, your first half of your show, you're talking about the economy. Uh, you know, you can. This is pretty. You can be pretty much summed up. This is what happens when you're at the end of a Ponzi scheme. I mean, artificial, uh, everything's artificial. Ever since, you know, the Fed started just printing money completely out of, just out of thin air, like a newspaper press, December 1913, where the Jewish bankers were, uh, uh, pictures of them uh, uh, saluting with with, uh, glasses of champagne, like, finally, we did it. We finally bribed uh, Wilson into doing it. I'll never forget. And, and, you know, uh, Nixon uh, also... In 1970, coming off the gold standard, because he knew the economy was going to crash. This is one way to kick the can down the road a little longer and keep things going. So there's plenty of, uh, you know, blame to go around. But, you know, corporate greed, they send the jobs, especially in the 90s. And then, of course, Nixon with China. You know, he uh, propped them. You know, he he got them going out of a sleeping giant. He should have just left them alone. And then, you know, there's only so much pie in the... uh, you know, on the table to, to be taken, and it's going to be taken away from uh, from the West once China did, took all the jobs and you know millions, tens of millions of jobs, and, and it's just you know, and the, and the debt. I mean, the world record debt. They just seem, you know, I remember hearing serious people twenty, thirty years ago talking about how the debt was really bad when it was five trillion, eight trillion. Yet nobody did anything. They just, including Trump, even. I mean, they just all just kept spending, spending, spending. It was all because they wanted to be... It's all about elections. It's all about being re-elected. It, they just don't want to take the hard choices because they know they won't be re-elected. It's absolutely just, uh, you know, it's impossible to, to believe. You know, uh, speaking of the of people that were unvaxxed, a lot of them are white. 
I remember Sergey Lavrov a few months ago talk, talking about uh, giving, like, scolding the U.S. about discriminating against whites. I mean, that was really. Remember that, uh, you guys? Remember that? Wasn't that uh, precious to hear Sergey Lavrov say that? Yes. Yeah, that Jeremy? was great. Go ahead. Yeah, and that's one of the points you brought up, Daryl, is the, the, the declension of, of the financial status at the end of a Ponzi scheme. I mean, that's probably why they're wanting to do all this surveillance. What I was bringing up first this hour before I broke up was that the data dropped on purpose because we can't have 21-year-olds with VPNs packing in and, and doing these data drops. That's Those two kind of go together. Yeah, yeah. I'm a little I, – I still want to see more information on that. I'm a little suspicious of all that stuff. I mean uh, – I don't know. A lot of the stuff in the, on those document dumps too. They didn't. It didn't look right. Like they're trying to say that 97% of Russian soldiers are on the front and stuff. That's so crap. It's probably a, a less than a third of that. Uh, it's probably more like about 30%. There's hardly, you know, they got so many uh, uh, troops that are not involved that they could bring in. So it's just like they're fighting with one yeah. hand and two legs tied yeah. back. Yeah, Daryl, that's what I was getting, is that some of it is, seems like ramping up the fear of Russia, the fear of China, and and and, and the uh, aggression on their side, and, 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 and what has um, been building with their with their numbers and projections. Yeah, absolutely. You know, that's why I've been, part of why I've been suspicious and on the fence and a lot of, you know, again, we, we haven't seen that much of, of all that allegedly was revealed of these documents. Uh, just little bits here and there we're hearing uh, references to and and some excerpts from, uh, but no, go ahead, sir. Right, yeah, exactly. And, and, and commercial, you talk about commercial real estate and office spaces. Yeah, that's usually the canary in a coal mine that's really going to show, you know, overall. I think, you know, 40 to 60% of commercial real estate is going to be gone soon. And it's just, I mean, you look at these, these strip malls all over the place, in Canada and the U.S., you see them everywhere. They're, they're, they're empty. They're basically empty. And whenever uh, something closes down, they never uh, come back. So and, and you know the 2008 economic crisis, uh, it, it's just it was just papered over. Like nothing has changed. Uh, those those debts were just you know pushed back. It's even the 1990 in Japan, the same thing. It just you know went on the books and uh, forgot about it. Was but eventually the piper's got to be paid. I mean, and all these other things like the uh, they just they, uh, Biden just said what was that yesterday? He's going to fully uh, give illegal aliens like uh, what a DACA members. Um, Full health care. There's just this uh, thing that just came out that was uh, every $151 billion a year we spend on, or U.S. spends on illegal uh, aliens. And every dollar that they contribute to the economy, 10 is spent on them type of thing. Although, you know, with all due respect, though, $151 billion, with the debt the U.S. has, $32 trillion, they spend $6 billion a day just on the, just to service the debt on interest type of thing. So 151 million. I mean, imagine if somebody was really rich and they didn't like their family, and they uh, they said, "I'm going to give my 10 billion dollars to the government." Well, that would be good for a day and a half. That would save the government, the U.S. government, a day and a half of of, of debt right. uh, repayment type of thing. It's just so obscene, and that's not even including the you know unfounded liabilities. Funded liabilities, probably 121 trillion, 120 trillion altogether. Like I say, it, it's like somebody who lives off a credit card, a family that has a just living off credit cards. They got credit cards like Ted Bundy had when he was uh, picked up there. He had 20 credit cards. Uh, you know, just maxing them all out, and the family and and the and the, the 
neighbors are looking at them and they're saying, wow, these people are really doing well. And then eventually, you know, it's all going to come to an end. And that's why China likes to play the, the long game. They know the U.S. is rotten from the inside out. They cannot sustain what they're doing. It's terrible, but, uh, you know, that, that's what happens when you get, like, the, the people that were saluting the, uh, the, with their champagne in 1913. I guess they knew, well, in our lifetime we'll be okay, but not in uh, 100 years or so. It's, uh, I'm pretty sure they knew that eventually it's, like, a, like I say, I can't say it any better, a Ponzi scheme. The person at the end is the one that gets it. You know where? The first people at the beginning, they get paid off. Go ahead. A lot of, lot of, lot of great points you include in there. And yes, yeah, it's a system that needs a breakdown uh, every so often and just a re-brainwashing of the populace uh, in, during the chaos is pretty much their game plan. Unfortunately, it has worked uh, so many times already right I don't know, exactly uh, Jeremy would you like to comment yeah again that allowed Hitler and the National Socialists to rise to power so I don't think we're going to be able to do anything with this country until the federal government collapses yeah yeah we were talking about that on Thursday I'll just finish off quickly with yeah uh, Diamond of the, I was talking about this the other day, Diamond of Diamond and Silk, she's the highest profile, the highest profile person that died of shedding so far. So I can't speak enough about this, people. Not enough people are talking about it. Naomi Wolf talks about it. Robert Malone, McCullough, a bunch of other people. Just stay away from these, these people that are vaxxed. I'm telling you, Alex Jones also. Uh, just stay away from them. Avoid them like the plague. Don't get in the car with them and don't touch them. And uh, I know it's tough. People want to be with their families, but you don't want to be dying with them down the road. Okay, thank you very much. A great show, guys. Thank you, thank you, Daryl. And and uh, Jeremy, uh, I was cutting out for the board a little bit, and to me, and I, I, actually Daryl's sound was cutting out to me too, Jeremy. Not just you. So we have multiple Skype demons in the works here at the moment, not just uh, from one source, evidently. So we'll try to work our way through it. And let's just go right on to the next caller, Jim in New York. Uh, welcome to the show, Jim. How you doing today? What's on your mind? Oh, good morning. Um, you know, I, I, I find a lot of uh, so-called conservatives, they have no discernment. Um, I've been warning people about Tucker Carlson. To me, he's an agent. Sure, he's saying great things, but... You know, I think there's a reason he's on television. <clears throat> if he was for real, he would have been fired years ago. You know, and I think he's a, a controlled opposition. I think he's there. He's saying a lot of great things. But I think he's there to sucker in, you know, middle American conservatives for a big event down the line. And I think he's kind of corralling conservatives on great talk about immigration and the woke agenda and even the vaccine. So my theory with him, he's on TV for a reason, and it's to corral conservatives into maybe a war with China. 
may be there to get them rallied for something big that's coming. I don't trust Tucker. You know, Tucker still believes the fairy tale of 9-11. I mean, why would anyone listen to this guy? Sure, go ahead, say great things. He still believes the 9-11 story. I mean, right there, why? You know, he should just be dismissed right there. 20 years ago, he was trashing 9-11 truthers, pushing the war with Iraq. This guy's an agent. He can't be trusted. Uh, conservatives should show more discernment who they listen to and believe. Tucker should just be dismissed. I don't trust him. And a lot of the, you know, I find a lot of conservatives, you know, they fawning over these controlled opposition people. Tucker oh, yeah. Cross, yeah, but I mean, uh, another, another example I just noticed in that, uh, Jim, was Joe Rogan. Uh, evidently, he's out yeah. there trying to say, oh, he'll still drink Anheuser-Busch, Anheuser a Bud Light. He's not worried about the transgender spokesperson and... and uh, and that, I mean, but boycotting, though, in general, it is one of the most effective true uh, means we have of, of affecting these people uh, with the wealth and power. There's there's no question about that. Uh, but but go ahead, sir. Yeah. No, so don't trust Tucker Carlson. Don't believe him. Lately, they've been fawning over this guy, Matt Tiabi, Tiabi and Elon Musk. Matt Tiabi wrote an article years ago trashing 9-11 truthers. You know, so it's like, oh, but he's on television. <laughs> so we have to, wow, he's saying some good things on television. Anyone on television cannot be trusted, period. They're on TV. They're there for a reason. And uh, Tucker Carlson, he's there for a reason. That's my theory. They're saving him for something big. And then he's going to sucker and rally middle Americans to fight a war for the Zionist Jews. Mark my words. As far as the boycott of the Budweiser, <clears throat> it's a good thing. Uh, but Budweiser, uh, the company InBev that owns Budweiser, they own many, many other beers. Stella, Corona, Stella. So you have to boycott all InBev products that owns Budweiser. But, uh, yeah, boycott, boycott, boycott. Uh, you know, but I don't have much faith in conservatives or people who call themselves conservative Christians. You know, I know so many... They're still paying for Netflix. They're still paying for Netflix even after that show a couple years ago promoting pedophilia. Oh, they forgot already. So, you know, I don't have much right. faith in uh, these uh, people. But thank you. I'll let other callers get on, and you have a great weekend. Well, thanks so much, Jim. You have a great weekend as well. I appreciate your call. All right, folks, we'll be right back. Richard Carey, Jeremy from Kentucky, filling in for Fair and Show from the Alternative Media. Stick around.
Einstein once said, future medicine will be the medicine of frequencies. What did he know? Imagine you hear ocean waves caressing a beach, or a favorite song from the past, or the trickle of the babbling brook. All of these are sound frequencies that positively affect us. Terahertz is a soothing, healing frequency that has been proven to resonate at the same frequency as healthy cells. It penetrates the body and stimulates new healthy cell growth. Want to diminish muscle aches, joint pains, and experience a greater sense of well-being? Tired of spending money on short-term remedies that never seem to work? Soothing, healing, relaxing terahertz frequency is now available and as handy as flipping a switch. Terahertz technology is changing the course of what we were taught about how to maintain our health and well-being. To read more about this amazing breakthrough and to order your terahertz frequency want, go to naturalearthmedicine.com. That's naturalearthmedicine.com. Do you truly want to stay out of the system? Are you prepared to buy into the biggest scam since the Iraqi dinar? If not, then put your money where it belongs, in your possession, not in the hands of an international MLM cartel. At Kettle Moraine Limited, we will provide you with the finest Swiss-minted detachable gram sheets of pure 24-karat gold for hundreds of dollars less than the so-called privately-issued credit cards with elusive gold backing. Gold backing... The only gold that I want is in my back pocket, not backed by promises of an operation even the U.S. Chamber of Commerce is suspect of, giving a rating of C-. To get the full story, visit SierraMadrePreciousMetals.com and go to the Valcombi Bullion Vault. Once you have read the whole story about the scam being perpetrated on an unsuspecting public and how you can avoid being a victim by purchasing these beautiful, barterable, tradable sheets of gold at tremendous savings and in the strictest of privacy, be prepared to take the steps to protect your wealth with the purchase of the real deal. Detachable 50-gram gold bars from Kettle Moraine Limited by calling 602-799-8214. Ask about our one-ounce Valcombi detachable bars, which break into one-tenth-ounce bars. And don't forget, for all of your precious metal needs, whether buying or having the need to sell, call Kettle Moraine Limited. Remember, no dinar, no celery, and no carrots. If you buy from someone else, tell them you want AU, not BS. Call Kettle Moraine LTD today at 602-799-8214. Kettle Moraine LTD, Alternative media folks, Richard Carey filling in for Fair and Shof here in the second hour. Uh, we have some callers still on the board. Next, we have Paul in New Jersey. And Paul, uh, yeah, we're trying to get you on, on, on my broadcast. I don't know, I'll get back to you in email. Uh, so, folks, yeah, on an upcoming Wednesday, it uh, might be this Wednesday, look forward to Paul in New Jersey uh, on my show if anyone wants to uh, interact. Paul, uh, welcome to the show. How are you doing this morning? And what's on your mind, sir? 
Hello, Richard. Uh, Richard, <clears throat> and uh, I have to admit I was uh, liking what uh, Jim from New York was saying concerning about these uh, neocon types like Alex Jones and Tucker Carlson working to promote a war with China. And that is what I wanted to talk about today. I want to dispel some of these Chinese tropes we hear about in conservative media. And I made a list, and I hope you'll uh, put up with me. Okay, so let me just start real quick. For one, we hear these guys saying the Chinese economy is going to fall apart. It's going to fall apart any day. It's unsustainable. Really? Right? Don't you hear a lot of that, Richard? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but we're supposed to fear like them. But we're supposed to time. fear them militarily at the same time. So it's a it's a duality of the propaganda from Washington. Yeah, and notice notice these same supposed nationalistic talk show hosts. Nobody ever yet has presented a list of the former politicians and businessmen back in the eighties and nineties that advocated for this deindustrialization and sending all this manufacturing over to China. Notice there's no list. Nobody ever holds those businessmen accountable. These were the guys who were paying off the politicians to close down their factories and pack it up and ship it over there. And yet these same so-called conservatives, they're worried that the Chinese are going to take over economically. Yeah, they are going to take over economically, and it's their fault. And the businessmen and the politicians are never held accountable for this. But anyway, we should remember, get this out, Richard, last year, the U.S. trade deficit, that means, not uh, yeah, trade deficit, was $948.1 billion. In other words, we gave away more, in a, uh, we bought about a trillion dollars worth of goods from overseas, more than we sold, Okay. And meanwhile, in China, they had a trade surplus in 2022 of $876 billion, right? And that's why you can't blame the rest of the nations in the world. I mean, what do we sell? What do we provide to the world? Gay pride marches, that's it, right? Gay pride marches, you're not going to hang that on your TV to, or it's not going to provide you any services. It's not a toaster. It's not a dishwasher. Right? It's not enough. Now, here. Here's another one I hear from conservative callers on this network. They sit there and they cry about the Chinese. They're aborting their children. They abort their female children. They complain that, oh, my goodness, look at them. They're, they're, they kill each other. So what? Why do you want to aid a foreign race to have larger families? This goes for the same type of Christians who go over there and dig the wells for clean water in Africa, helping to raise the population of another race. Why do you care? Right? Why do I care if the Chinese abort their female children? And here's the other trope they say. They say, Oh, they, they aborted all their female children, and then the Chinese are going to form an army because all those horny Chinese men are going to want to conquer Europe and come over and conquer the United States. You believe that crap? These guys really say that on this network. The fact of the matter is, if they don't have enough women, that's their problem. They can go to Thailand or the Philippines like most of the white sailors in the United States. 
states do and get a wife. That's what they'll do. Just like the white loser sailors who who got to go get themselves a Filipino wife to hang around their house. The same. <laughs> Why can't the Chinese do the same, right? Our white military losers with their Asian wives, those guys. You see them all over the place with their waifus. And here's another complaint. <laughs> they sit there and they say, oh, the Chinese are racist in taking over Africa. What? Oh, like, they're going to take a turd and fix it up. How horrible are the Chinese, right? They're going into Africa. Who cares? Like, are we Africans? Is that our continent, Richard? Right? Why do you care about what happens in Africa? As long as they're shipping the coffee beans, the mangoes and bananas and chocolate, what do you care? None of our business what goes on over there. And the last comment, you know, this is another thing these guys say. The, the communists, the Chi-Coms, they're hell-bent on taking over and enslaving the world. Uh, maybe because that's what we do and they project it on the Chinese like they're like us. They might not be like us. And I hear the music all hold and I'll wrap it up. Yeah, sounds good. We'll hold you to the other side. Stick around, folks. The Alternative Media. We'll be right back. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. My name is Don Wiskin, and at 42 years old, I suffered a massive heart attack, lost 35% of my heart to damaged tissue, and was supposed to spend the rest of my life on disability. What did I do? I took Extendivite, a garlic and cayenne mix of seven herbs which rebuilt my heart and gave me back my life. For over 17 years now, I have made this formula available to you so you don't have to suffer the same thing I did. Clean your blocked arteries and strengthen your heart and boost your natural immune system. I'm 60 years old now and I still work every day. To get your Extendivite, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. Extendivite is only $69.95 for a two-month supply of either capsules or liquid. Extend your life with Extendivite. Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs? For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try Hemp Paste for the price of a cup of coffee. HempPaste.com slash RBN. 
free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at republicbroadcasting.org and visit hemppaste.com slash rbn. Find your inner rebel at Dixie Republic, the world's largest Confederate store, located in Traveler's Rest, South Carolina. The anti-white, anti-Christ, anti-Southern world ends at the asphalt. Welcome to God's country. Log on to DixieRepublic.com to view our Southern merchandise, from flags to t-shirts to artwork. At the store, browse through our extensive collection of belt buckles and have a custom-made leather belt handcrafted in our Johnny Rebs gun and leather shop. That's DixieRepublic.com, where you can meet all of your Southern needs. Support those that support the network. Support Dixie Republic at DixieRepublic.com. Email ProudSouthern123 at gmail.com and let them know that RBN sent you. Carrie and Jeremy from Kentucky taking your calls the rest of this hour. Uh, right now we have Paul in New Jersey on the line. Paul, uh, continue with your thoughts, sir. Yeah, just uh, two more uh, comments uh, concerning this in topics. Uh, the, what we also hear about the Chinese is that they're communists, right? Yeah, and, and the fact of the matter is they have a stock market. They have private property. They do international travel. They make millionaires and billionaires daily. They're just so productive and uh, entrepreneurial, and yet they're so-called communists? I mean, really? And, you know, talk about a governmental failure. I hear these conservatives, they denounce the Chi-Coms, the Chi-Coms. Well, the fact of the matter is, fellas, the Chinese took a backward agricultural nation back in the late 70s and in the early 80s, and in 40 years, they, those communists made it in the center of global manufacturing in those same 40 years. And, and meanwhile, in, uh, in America, we ran up a debt of $32 trillion in those same 40 years. So now if you're going to point the finger at which form of government is a failure, fellas, the fact of the matter is, in the past 40 years, Chinese communism is a more successful form of government, and they've run their country uh, better than here in the United States, which is decayed and is replacing the population of whites with non-white migrants. Tell us, are the Chinese replacing the Chinese people with migrants from Africa or South America? 
talk about definition of failure. Definition of failure is when you replace your people just for short-term mismanaged monetary gain, because that's what's happening in America. That's what's happened over the past 60 years since the uh, Immigration Act of 65, right? They've taken this country that was 90% white, and now it's about 57% white, and before you know it, we're going to be a minority over this, and we're, and we're supposed to support our form of capitalism and the government that did this to us. We're supposed to come back and say, yes, master, we want more of this. Is that what we're going to do? As far as the, the communist time. factions, as far as the communist factions of, of Jewish power, I mean, a lot has changed since the days of the, the Weimar uh, Republic, or as far as even in the World War II era and Russian Bolshevik uh, times and demographics to now, I'd say there's a stronger uh, concentration uh, regarding Jewish power of the, the more communist-leaning factions in the United States and in the EU, the countries of Europe and UK right now, uh, than uh, you have uh, in the past uh, concentrated in, in Russia. Wouldn't, wouldn't you agree, Paul? I would. But, but, but the thing, too, is we should remember this about communism. Uh, again, even under the uh, Iron Curtain, Stalin might have moved uh, certain races around demographically within the Soviet Union, particularly within Russia and parts of Ukraine and moving this ethnic minority here and there. He did that. There's no doubt about it. But because, and this is the benefits of having a worse economy, is I didn't see Africans migrating in mass uh, into communist uh, uh, Soviet Union, but we did see Africans going to Britain, didn't we, after World War II? Yeah, we did. We, did. we saw the Caribbeans and Africans start flooding into uh, Britain. We've seen the Mexicans come up in this country, like, you know, becoming the second largest minority or the uh, yeah the the largest minority group in the United States in the, in this same period of time so talk about failure I, I, you know to me the ultimate failure is letting your people be colonized and displaced by immigration it's not how much money you have at the moment i'd rather live in a poor america that was all white than the the racial hodgepodge diversity land uh, that it is today. Okay, and on that note, fellas, I should make room for other callers. Uh, all fantastic points. Excellent call. Uh, thank you, Paul. Much appreciated, sir. And let's go to the next caller uh, in the queue. We have Pat in Texas. Then we have Don in Arizona, Lynn in Maryland, and David in Iowa. Pat in Texas. Pat, welcome to the show. How are you doing this morning, ma'am? What's on your mind today? This is Patrick. Uh, Pat. Is oh, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Pat. Oh, Patrick. I okay. I saw Pat uh, at Texas, uh, not Patrick, and that's usually referring to, to the lady, uh, a frequent caller. No, Patrick in Texas, so regular to a lot of shows. I always appreciate your calls on my show, sir. How you doing, Patrick? Uh, what's on your mind today? I'm doing good. Y'all got the premier show going here, so I'll try to jump in here. Uh, don't forget Clinton is the one that gave uh, China's favorite trading na uh, nation status, and uh, and they and they can so it's all about money in you know, and they, they can invest, 
you know, and once you get that, that status, then it's okay to invest. And uh, not all the banks uh, in, the, in the world is, uh, is, is, is owned under the International Monetary Fund. And the International Monetary Fund also uh, runs the, uh, the, the, uh, the IRS. It's, 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 it's a major, you know, they could, you know uh, and then they, own, they control the, uh, the Federal Reserve. It's all under that system. And uh, in World War II, uh, whenever Bretton Woods was taking place, they were coming up with the U.S. petrodollar. They, uh, yeah, they sent uh, Morgenthau and uh, Henry Dexter White, and both of them were rabid communist uh, Jews. And, uh, and so they were sitting around Bretton Woods. And said, well, who are these people? They're not no president. They're not a vice president. But, no, they're, 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 they're oligarchs. You know, they, uh, they're completely independent. Uh, but um, so anyway, uh, Michael Gaddy also points out that, you know, our government – you know, is illegitimate. Uh, the the, uh, the Articles of Confederation stood. That didn't go away. They just basically, you know, forgot about it. And, uh, you know, well, right now, in the Act of 1871, uh, you know, it's like uh, Federal Judge Dale, retired, says uh, the Civil War was a smokescreen to turn America into a corporation. And as a corporation, they can run it all in, under corporate law. And, uh, and and then, you know, everybody is all part of their corporation. It goes away with the Bill of Rights and everything. And now it's nice and, and streamlined so they can turn the whole world into this system. Um, but they also, in the, uh, the 1920s, they come up with the Treasury Act. Uh, and that, tur- that uh, gave, uh, turned the Treasury over to uh, the, uh, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, corporate government, and, uh, and then they could print this fake money. You know, so they're printing these Federal Reserve notes. But as a, as, a, as a corporation, as a fake government, you know, they can't use lawful money anymore. You know, so everything is corporate banks now, and uh, we know that. And we need to get back to uh, trade banks, which are uh, that, that don't work in, under corporate law. We don't report to these banking laws uh, that they've come up with, you know, this corporate system. They're all working under corporate law. They have, you know, they're all, you know, as a corporation, you don't have, uh, you have to act as a corporation. You have to, you're a, part, you're a franchise, like you're a franchise McDonald's. You have to listen to their corporate office. You know, you, you, don't, you don't have full autonomy anymore. And that's why the beauty of it, and they, uh, they use these, uh, you know, government grants, but it's by contract, just like a corporation. When you take that government grant, you're obligated to fulfill that contract. And uh, you know, and yeah, I don't want to get too off and run, you know, but you know, but it's true. You know, uh, you know, that's how they're doing it. And uh, w- once we get more organized, you know, and and uh, we can, we can, you know, we're not going to take them on. There's no way they will, they will, they will lie. You know, they will, they will, they will obfuscate everything. We're going to have to just basically stand in law, international law, and then dare them to take us on. You know, and with our own media to fight back. That's my, my, my two cents, and I'll turn it over to somebody else. Have a good day. Okay. Uh, thank you for your call, Patrick. Uh, Don in Arizona is next. Don, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? What's on your mind? Hello. I would like to see Russia uh, take over America as a protectorate. There's, there's this phenomenon that sometimes the country – America is basically a failed state, and Putin – 
at all the political leaders in the world, Putin is about the only one I've heard say that uh, America has ruined itself with this uh, tranny mania, basically, general mutilation. Almost all the American politicians go along with it. Just by their silence, they say, oh, it was no big deal, general mutilation. Uh, the only American politician I had is this morning I heard this, uh, whoever this Indian guy is that's running for president on the Republican ticket, his, I don't know his name. You know what I'm talking about, right? Swami. Swami. He, he says, uh, he came out with a speech, so he's on the right side of that. Most Americans are, are not in favor of, of tranny mania. But if, if Putin would take us on as a protectorate, uh, this is a failed state. He'll take us over for a while and, until we get back on our feet. In fact, I, I've said on a few different of these shows, I said it would be a good thing for him to, for uh, Putin to blow up Washington, D.C. and uh, Langley, Virginia. Uh, and I, I want to emphasize I would not help him or assist him in any way. I would just say if he, if he, did, if he does do that, that's where all our enemies are, Washington, D.C. and Langley, Virginia, basically. They do away with all the people there. Now, I know there might be some good people living there, but you can't make an omelet without cracking some eggs, uh, folks. So let's be realistic about these things. But uh, I'd like to see Russia take us over, and I don't think that would be as bad as China taking us over. Okay, I'm going to let you go. Thank you. Was there something else you wanted to add uh, to that, Jeremy? If I'm coming through clearly, yeah, I just it's interesting, the perspectives on this. Um, uh, the enemy and not some foreign power. Um, again, perhaps this foreign, this federal government is inevitable. Go ahead. All right, next in the call queue, we have Lynn in Maryland. Lynn, welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Thank you very much. A lot more than was when I first called in. <laughs> Thank you for taking my call. I I'm appreciate sorry, y'all very much. Yes, um, while I was listening before I called in, um, I actually have been marking up a book because I like my footnotes to be noted in the text rather than is it real, where's the footnote? So as I've gone through this book and I was listening to you all, I thought I'd recommend it to you because I I hear you. And um, I actually found out about it listening to James Bamford do an interview about an article he wrote at the end of last month, I think for The Nation was where it was published, um, The Candidate and the Spy, and it had to do with um, a high-level Israeli intelligence agency, I think 8200, um, that had interfered in our 2016 election, and also Netanyahu making deals. Um, he actually met with Donald Trump in, in um, Trump Towers before the election in 2016, and remember, we had the Trump coin over there after they moved the embassy to Jerusalem. Um, so the article was a candidate and spy. But the book that his most recent book is called Spy Fail, Foreign Spies, Moles, Saboteurs, and the Collapse of America's Counterintelligence. And it, it's a whole lot about Israel. It's a great, it looks like a great book. And one that you all would probably appreciate as well as I'm looking forward to reading it after I get these footnotes. But the other is another book. And listening to the last gentleman, I don't want to live under any totalitarian rule. The one thing we've had in this country, most, most somewhat, 
depending on who you are, um, is freedom. And we have had freedom. I mean, I was born in the 50s. I had a great life. And I don't think our children have that. They've been dumbed down to high heaven. And there's another book. And what's horrible about this is it actually makes me want to throw up because I knew it, but I only knew part of it. The rest I knew it was hidden in plain sight because the totalitarian wannabes are actually all in our government and under the guise of the Christian Protestant Church, well, and Catholics. But it's called The Family, and it was written actually in 2008, so I can only imagine how much worse it is now. It just makes me crazy because I kept focusing on the Council for National Policy. That is only one small arm of this big nightmare, and it's written by Jeff Charlotte, S-H-A-R-L-E-T, and last night I was to the point where I wanted to throw up. That's how upsetting this is to me. I, I, I don't want Putin coming and taking over our country. I don't think Putin's such a great guy. I think that we tend to fall for a lot of Chinese and Russian and everybody else's propaganda the same way we like a Carl, Carlton, whatever his name is, on Fox. I don't trust him either. I think he's a liar. And, you know, we need to be discerning. I don't need a savior. I have one. His name is Jesus. We could use some decent leadership in this country, but who wants to be under anybody's thumb? You know, that's, no, that's not what our government is supposed to be. And and we've allowed our, our legislators to be bought off. Look at Clarence Thomas. And all the all that money that's just been poured into him, you know. And it's you know what, this government is about we the people, and each one of us matters. We have a voice. We can make a difference as an individual. And then if enough of us speak up, it does matter because I know that one of us speaking up sometimes makes a huge, huge difference. But we have to do it in righteousness and what is right, not for our own glory, our own power, because it's not just about me, me, me. It's about when I speak up, it's not just for me. It's for the person who may not have a voice. Thanks for letting me say that. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. Thank you for your call and powerful points and comments there. Next, we have David in Iowa, and we have open lines if someone else wants to get in. David, welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Hi, Richard. Uh, I've heard people talking about uh, Tucker Carlson, and I watch him every night. I, I watch him to see if he's wearing his wristband. Last night I saw it two or three times. Look at his left wrist. He wears a red cabalist band pretty regularly. I've seen it well, I, Months and months ago, the first time I saw it, he had it really prominently last last night. One other thing, uh, excellent reference book. The name of it is Exposing the Lies of History at MoneyTreePublishing.com. There are 50 chapters in this book. They're all relatively short. I'll probably average about six pages, except there's one chapter in there that I really like. It's Chapter 7. 
uh, it has about 15 pages. It's the Talmud Unmasked, the Jewish Bible. It's excellent reading. Any comments? Um, well, no. If uh, those are those are uh, very good points you make. Uh, yeah, no. If, you, if there's something else you wanted to add, uh, please continue. That's it. Thank you. Okay. All right. Well, no. Thank you for your contribution there, David. And it looks like we are currently uh, have uh, open phone lines. So, if anyone else wants to jump in in these last few minutes, uh, you're welcome to. I might uh, mention a, a bit I was going to try to get to on this peak EV. Uh, electric vehicles will fade as their true costs uh, become clear. They're saying environmental, social, and corporate governance is the newest religion, this ESG score, right? And we all know who the practitioners are. Electric vehicle owners sing hallelujah when they pull out of their garages. This investor class ESG evangelists, uh, these, it should say, believe the new belief is in its beginnings. Whatever the Biden EPA does, investor Kupperman thinks it's likely just the church of what's happening now. Kupperman, referred to as Cuppy by Real Vision's Maggie Lake, Harris Kupperman, that is, told her, well, I think we're nearing peak ESG, which is probably a good thing, honestly. It's the end of the quote. He explained, and it's like religion's come and go. They peak, they die out. Uh, this goes on. Uh, he goes on to say, no one practices Roman religions anymore. I can name three of the gods, and I'm a Roman history major. And I like uh, that point he makes, because, yeah, it, it has become a, a religion. A lot of these social justice warrior agendas, uh, like the, the climate psyop, uh, the social justice, like equity, uh, anti-white agenda, even, uh, and the trans... Uh, all the virtue signaling uh, sort of uh, compartmentalization. But we have callers again, uh, Miles in Maine. Hey, Miles, how you doing today? What's on your mind? Good show, Richard. Good good calls there by uh, Jim and Paul. But, I mean, I think it's pretty obvious. Uh, we're being surrendered here. We're being surrendered, uh, you know, economically, politically, militarily, socially, and I agree when it uh, comes to that type of situation with uh, uh, oh, a guy from Arizona that's uh, been called by him because if, if, uh, if, if somebody does manage to uh, wrest control of this country, um, Russia is the only one we have anything, you know, ethnically or religiously uh, in common with in terms of culture. Uh, China would be brutal stuff so uh, on that account but um to the woman who called if you can't already see you're in a totalitarian state i don't know what you're looking at uh, and with that richard have a great show you always do and it's great to have you filling in for farron uh, god bless farron wish him come back soon thank you much appreciated sir thank you and i agree the same uh, regarding farron daniel in British Columbia. Daniel, welcome to the show. What's on your mind, sir? Well, hey, gentlemen. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to remind uh, your audience um, about a uh, kind of a significant anniversary. Today, it's the uh, anniversary, the 10th anniversary of the Boston bombing hoax. If you'll remember, uh, 
back when YouTube was uh, the Wild West and you could pretty much uh, upload anything, you know, um, people were getting red-pilled about um, how bad of a um, DHS drill that was and uh, with a bunch of um, fake uh, amputee actors uh, pretending that they got their limbs blown off. So I don't know if you ever followed that back then, but just another uh, false flag event that, um, you know, kind of in, helped enslave everyone. So, yes. Uh, no, thank you. I, I wasn't aware of the anniversary. And, and, and yes, that was a big one. And I looked into it a bit. Uh, but it, it, these are, are important incidents to uh, refresh and get a lot more people aware of. Uh, eventually, you could reach a breaking point. I don't know, the, the solution into the 50 uh, respective nation states, uh, you know, uh, a pre-federal uh, merging, I think is really what we need, secession of, of each of the 50 states and, and maintaining, you know, the, well, the rights we have in the uh, Articles of Confederation and the Bill of Rights. Uh, we have uh, one more caller, uh, Rick in Arizona. Hey, right, Rick, that's uh, important. only about a minute. What's on your mind? I just quickly want to make the comment that, first of all, Russia is basically a third-world country. I mean, they don't even have a rock band. They, don't, they, are, they have crude automobiles that you can find them. Uh, they, have good, they have good Air Force. They have good military equipment, but that was probably all designed on paper by the Germans that they captured after World War II. But they don't make motorcycles, cars. Just go down the list. They, they are no more productive than China. China, you know, is just, you know, it's, it's an ant. It's an army ant farm of workers. And, you know, the Germans gave them the manufacturing technology. I, I just don't see these countries as a threat to America. I mean, China was on, they, they were on bicycles 60 years ago, but all of a sudden they're <laughs> world power. I don't think so. Wall Street is breaking the countries away from America. This is not something that they're doing. They don't have that right. kind of sophistication. I know. Thank you for your call. Sorry, we're all out of time to cut you short, Rick. All right, folks, well, please support RBN. Now click on the donate button at republicbroadcasting.org or call us. Keep this free speech alive. Until next time, keep your powder dry and your instincts frosty. Regards. will conclusively prove George Soros' role in orchestrating the pandemic. But first, dear patriots, the truth train has brought us a conspiracy in our own backyard. Now, you may think you know the story. Now, it's like I always say, there's a whole lot of bull out there. So I'd like to give Soros... Pelosi, the Zionists, the Mexican, Mexican, the snowflakes, and Stay strong, truth tellers, truth tellers. Stay strong, stay strong. You're 
listening to RBN in defense of the Republic. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network because you can handle the truth. Truth, truth, truth.